Hey friends, I'm coming at you, it's 11.25. We're letting our kids stay up to midnight for the first time tonight, and I was very overstimulated. <laughs> so, my husband is taking them and they are doing pod racing video games <laughs> right now. Racing pod racers while I'm taking a moment to myself. Um, but, um, I had two things that I wanted to share. One, we watched the Super Mario Bros. movie on Netflix tonight. We were going to watch Spy Kids, and then um, our youngest was like, it's going to be scary. Anyway, she didn't want to watch it, and then I realized, like, yeah, that might be a little scary. Anyway, then there was Bowser with Fiery. Anyway, but we just had to talk. Like, most movies have something scary because there's good and evil, and you get to... That's part of the story. But anyway... It was delightful. I had not seen it. I had the only thing I heard had heard about it or from it was like Bowser's song where he sings like peaches, 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 peaches. <laughs> there was a cute kid in our in the Christmas show I was in that he sang that for Mike Chucks one time and my cousin sang it at a family reunion, but like I don't I didn't know anything about the movie, but we were just looking for an alternative on Netflix and that seemed really fun. And it was delightful. Like I don't know. I don't really remember the last time I've just been utterly delighted and laughed out loud with joy in movies, in a movie. Like, it was so fun. Like, I grew up playing Mario Kart and Donkey Kong Racing and, like, Nintendo 64 Mario. Like, it was such a throwback that made my 90s child heart so happy. And I think my favorite part was when they go on Rainbow Road. It was amazing. I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I just wanted to share that little bit of joy um, with you. Because it's, it's fun to find joy in those types of things. And in the little things. And it was just delightful. I loved it. Um, and it was fun yesterday. Because we actually we were going to watch Spy Kids 2 tonight. But we watched Spy Kids 1 with them last night. And that was a fun throwback too. Really fun movie. And like good family values I'd forgotten about. Anyway, it's just, it was fun. It's been fun to kind of revisit those childhood things. But the other thing that I wanted to share, um, is just, if you are feeling any sort of pressure to set goals or to start new or whatever, let that pressure go. I have had to remind myself of that today because Yes, I want to reflect on my year. Yes, I want to reflect on my life and grow. And at the same time, it doesn't have to be today. Like, there's no rule that says January 1st has to be the start of the rest of your life. <laughs> you know, like, just all the marketing phrases that are used to be like, now is the time to get back in shape, to do this and that. And sometimes... It's not actually like your January 1st may not be the time to be getting back in shape and putting a bunch of stuff on your plate because maybe you're already dealing with a lot. Maybe you're working through seasonal depression. Maybe you're grieving something. Maybe there's family illness that's happening. Like you don't always have to like, there's no rule that says that today or tomorrow you have to take on a bunch of new goals. There's no rule. It's just made up. You could do it January 29th or you could do it in October. Like you can shift 
and make adjustments to your life anytime you want and do it and you can do it like I I've learned for myself that any goal that I set if I am not really engaged in it and I don't have my own buy-in then I won't make it like it won't happen if if I don't have a reason that I want to do it then it won't happen um I'll get there's sometimes where like I'll get pretty far <sighs> and late hours hit me but I'll get pretty far on something and then I, you know, and I might, I, I have, like, there's things that I've tried to pursue and goals that I've made that I got pretty far on, but then I just felt stuck and I wasn't really moving. And then as I reflected, I was like, I'm not doing this for me. I'm doing it for somebody else. I'm doing it because somebody else told me it would be a good idea or that it could be a fun goal. Like, I'm not doing this. Like, this wasn't actually my idea and what I wanted. Um, and so just... I don't know, just sharing that in my experience that it's okay to not set goals right now. And it's okay to set goals if you want to. And also to like look at why you're setting them. Are you setting them because everyone around you is setting them? Are you setting them because you think you should set them? Are you setting them because you actually truly want to and because you believe it will bring greater joy into your life experience greater love greater connection with Christ greater connection with your family with yourself like why are you actually pursuing the goal why are you even setting the goal and something for me that I've also switched to rather than like goals that are you know like the smart where it's like specific and measurable and that can be good and I find it can also be restricting and I found for me that sometimes I created unrealistic expectations for myself. So I have also found a lot of grace in the idea of setting intentions where it's more of like I am setting the, the intention to experience more joy this year or I am, ex I am setting the intention to create more beauty in my home. Or I'm setting the intention to breathe, <laughs> to take deep breaths more <laughs> during the day, um, to move my body in a way that brings me joy, um, to eat foods that delight my palate and nourish my body. Like setting intentions because sometimes the specifics of goals like look different depending on what's going on in your life. And sometimes... You know, a goal to exercise every day or even like three times a week, sometimes it doesn't happen. And if you're, if you have ever dealt with perfectionism <laughs> like me, then it's really easy to be like, oh, I didn't get it. Or like the week that you don't hit every day or whatever, you don't meet that like top level you were shooting for. You're like, oh, there it goes. Guess I failed that. And it's like there's, there's got to be room for grace. There's got to be room for unexpected things. And especially as like a parent or in anything, like sometimes unexpected things come with work and it's you just can't or something else happens in your life. And it's like, I can't do what I originally set out to do. Like it's okay to shift. And 
you know, taking on a whole, I was talking to my husband about this a little bit because I was working through my own stuff around it. And he was just like a whole year taking, trying to take on a whole year in one day when you're saying like, I'm going to do all of this this year and you decide it now. Like that's a lot to try to take on. I'm pretty sure we were meant to live in the present moment last I checked. (laughs) And so think about what it is that creates joy, creates love, creates connection. And, you know, maybe there's some habits that you want to stop. I know I have a couple that I'm like, man, it'd be great if I didn't have this habit. And at the same time, there's some reason that I have it. Like there's a reason that I, (laughs) I'll just tell you, there's a reason that I will veg out on social media sometimes because it serves me in some way. And so I am just looking at like, okay, yeah, that's maybe a habit that I want to shift. And I also am finding like, if I'm trying not to do something that sometimes I like, it's like when you say like, don't think of yellow school bus and you automatically think of yellow school bus. It's like, I over obsess about not doing something, but then I'm thinking about doing it also. Anyway, if that makes sense, but just the idea of like, what can I replace this with? What's a good habit? that I can, and a good intention that I can set and and not even like good or bad. Cause it's not morally wrong <laughs> to spend my time on social media and it might be more beneficial if I slept <laughs> like I, you know, like I just, I get to navigate it and I don't, I'm just using my example cause I don't know what it is for you, but focusing on what it is that you want to create in your life and that's kind of one of the things that I one of the shifts that I've made and I'm still making but like rather than what do I want to get rid of in my life what do I want to create and then as I create and fill my life with the things that I value the things that I love the people that I love the experiences that bring me joy the other stuff will naturally fall away and I won't really be inclined to do it anymore Like I find that I get on social media and just kind of check out when I'm bored, when I'm kind of irritated and I don't have something that I'm intentionally creating and finding joy in. So it's like, for me, I mean, some of this is me just thinking out loud, like, oh, this is something I was thinking about earlier. And I don't know, I was actually praying about it yesterday and asking God to like, how do I, how do I shift this habit? How do I get rid of it? And here he is giving me the answer as I'm talking to you guys. Isn't he great? Isn't God great? Um, Just looking at how I can create and focus on creating more than consuming. And how I can like intentionally create experiences so that in my life, in my physical reality, the relationships that are in front of me, like what can I focus on creating there that's so wonderful and exciting so that I'm not feeling bored and wanting to get on my phone and also giving myself that permission because I do find things on social media fun I enjoy scrolling through reels and watching the cookie decorating or (laughs) there's a rug cleaning one (laughs) it's just so satisfying or some stand-up comedians like there's things that I enjoy watching and so also giving myself that permission to do it and set aside some time to do it shame-free so 
Anyway, those are some of the thoughts that I wanted to share. I hope that you are asleep. <laughs> it's late. But having fun or celebrating in any way or resting, like be be grateful. And and I hope you celebrate the things that you experienced this year and the things that you got through and that when you look at or hear other people's experiences of the year, their reflections. I know a lot of people share things on social media about goals and about things that they did in the past year. Don't compare your stuff to their stuff. If all you did this year was get to today, that's awesome. And I'm sure that there are is more than more good that you did than you realize if you're in kind of that spot of like, oh my gosh, I accomplished nothing this year. Guess what? you're here and you probably did, like I said, a lot more good than you realize. So let go of the comparison, find the joy, celebrate who you are right now and receive the feeling of so much unconditional love that God has for you. He doesn't need you to lose weight. He doesn't need you to have a decluttered house. He doesn't need you to have to have a perfect relationship, to be a perfect parent. He doesn't need you to eat healthy. He doesn't need you to get a better job, to make more money. He doesn't need you to do any of those things in order to be loved. He already loves you right now. And those things are all things that you can choose to experience if you want. We get to choose our experiences. We can choose to eat healthy. We can choose to work on being a better mom, better parent, better wife, better husband. And if we don't, God still loves us so much, so much. And he invites us to change. He invites us to grow because he can see, he can see our true heart. And for me, growth is, this could be something I could talk more about another time, but for me, growth has become less about achieving and more about unveiling. When you think of a seed, like it sprouts, it grows, and then it blossoms. Like everything that it becomes when it reaches its fullest potential, everything that it needed was in the seed. There's nothing that needed to change about what that's about that seed and what was in that seed except that it needed to open up to the process of becoming that it that those I mean I don't know the science behind it but all those little cells and particles and whatever it is that's inside that little seed that as it begins to expand and open and receive the nutrients around it receive the water receive the sun it opens up and becomes it doesn't earn anything It opens and receives and grows because it is receiving a fullness of what's available 
That's pretty cool. <laughs> Just think about, I don't know if that's a cool new analogy. I don't know that I've ever said it in that way before. That seeds open and they receive and they become. I think that's going to be my motto for this year. Open, receive, become. Because all of God's love, all of his light, all of the goodness, all of the joy, it's already there. And there are just things that, <laughs> I don't know, I'll speak for myself. There are things that I do and things that I believe that keep me from fully receiving it. Feeling like I have to earn it. Feeling like I'm not ready for it. Whatever it is. So... What are you going to open up to this year? What are you going to receive this year? How are you going to feel God's love every day? It's already there for you right now. What are you going to open up to to help your mind and your heart and your body truly believe, truly, truly believe that you are loved as you are right now? Live life, love my friends, and I will talk to you later.